Greetings in Christ Jesus, and welcome once again to the Twin Steeples podcast. I'm your host today, Pastor Neil Radical. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota, whose main goals are to share God's saving word and to communicate the ongoing activity in Christ's kingdom at Emmanuel. Our devotion for today is recorded from Psalm 34, verse 8. O taste and see, the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Psalm 34 is a psalm of David when he pretended madness before King Abimelech, who drove him away, and David was able to depart. When we think of David at this time, he was fleeing from Saul, and he was being hunted by his own king. How could David say such words in Psalm 34 verse 8 when life was so bad? How could the Lord be so good? Throughout this psalm, we see so many references to the Lord, Jehovah, our triune God, and the goodness that David recalled about him. David said in those first ten verses of the psalm that his soul made its boast in the Lord, that he always heard him, that the humble were glad to follow the Lord. He said that he would magnify the Lord. He, he asked that they would magnify together, they would exalt his name together. He knew David knew so well about how the Lord had delivered him in the past, whether he was a young shepherd boy from the lion or the bear, or even Goliath. The Lord continued to deliver him from those who lied in wait for his life, even in the middle of the night, and this was no different when David penned this song by inspirational Lord. David had tasted and seen how good, how perfect the Lord had been to him allowing him to wrestle through troubles and tribulations, but also to rejoice that, as David says in verse 6 of Psalm 34, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. How about you, dear Christian? Do you continue to bless the Lord in all that you say and do? Through thick or thin, do you taste and see the Lord is good? We know that there is nothing good apart from our Lord Jesus Christ. As Paul writes to the Roman Christians in chapter 7, he knows that in himself nothing good dwells. It is the Spirit of the Lord who continues to remind us and teach us and dwell in us to remind us of what goodness is. It is the Spirit that we continue to cry out to as he intercedes for us in our prayers and in our praise. It is the Spirit that reminds us of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Lord, who is shown here in the end of Psalm 34, where David rejoices. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. David recognized because of his sin, he should be condemned to hell forever. But that redemption of Jesus Christ, our Savior, that promised Messiah that David looked forward to, we have seen that he has come in the history of this world to suffer, to die, take on our flesh, and to defeat death itself. He has redeemed us from our sin. He has bought us back from the curse of the law. And that even though we have broken the law, we still continue to taste and see the Lord is good because the Lord is merciful. In verse 17 of Psalm 34, it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and delivers them out of all their troubles. There's that theme, once again, that the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart, and saves as such as a contrite spirit. This psalm, particularly verse 8, I often like to think of when I take the Lord's Supper. This coming weekend, since it is Wednesday, 
June 30th, this coming weekend, will be Communion Sunday here at Emmanuel. And our members are to think about these types of thoughts we see in Psalm 34. The broken heart of sinners who have sinned against their Savior. The contrite spirit that in sorrow seeks to turn away from our sin and turn to our merciful God. We continue to give thanks for the opportunity to take God at his word, in his word and sacrament, to rejoice in that forgiveness and mercy, and to continue to praise his name in the miracle we receive through the body and blood of Christ, in, with, and under the bread and wine in Holy Communion itself, where we actually get to taste and see once again the goodness, the loving kindness of our Lord's love and mercy and honoring of us where we don't deserve it. And so we pray as we look forward to this weekend how blessed we are who trust in the name of the Lord our God, who trusts in our promised Savior, Jesus Christ, and who blesses the name above all names in this world to give thanks to our God and Creator through thick and thin, through life and death, as we look forward to and long for that eternal life. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants, and none of those who trust in him shall be condemned. So with me, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Amen. Our weekly update and reminders here at Emmanuel, just once again this evening at 7 p.m., we'll be having our Wednesday Bible class. We continue with our study of our work that we're planning and putting on our website. We're looking at comparative faiths and religions again tonight. We pray you can join us. Look for that link once again in our Wednesday memo or in an email this afternoon. This Friday we will resume our 6.30 a.m. men's breakfast. We continue to be going through the Gospel of Matthew, so hope that you can join us. Also, today we had our ladies' auxiliary luncheon at 11 a.m., and so that was at Peach Ranch. Glad all those could make it today, and look forward to the, the next opportunity to gather together or for the ladies' auxiliary to make their plans for the coming work in the summer as well. Also, just as far as this weekend goes with weekend communion services, if you have any questions on that, we are going back to our normal communion service up front where we'll be distributing the bread and wine with up front there so we'll be lining up as normal if you're uncomfortable with doing that please seek me out for private communion we are out of our we are out of those communion packets so if you'd like to take private communion and if you're not comfortable going up front yet in the sanctuary please just let me know and we'll make that happen also this weekend we are planning on celebrating the 50th anniversary of the fire July 4th is the exact day, 50 years ago, when our sanctuary burned down. And so we want to praise the Lord that he has brought us another 50 years and that the Lord would continue to bless us 50 more years in the future. It's fitting that we're looking at the remodeling and updating of some of the sanctuary things as we want to give thanks for the way the Lord has blessed us, whether it be with the church carpet or pews or whether it be up front or not. And what a great time to honor the Lord and what he's blessed us with here at Emmanuel. And so we hope you can come again this weekend as we celebrate not only the Lord's Supper, but this 50th anniversary of the church fire. Just a reminder that July 12th through 16th, just around the corner, is our Vacation Bible School here at Emmanuel. If you have not yet registered, please look for that registration link in our emails, Wednesday or Saturday emails. That registration is there. Please do so right away. We hope that you'll be able to send your children to hear God's saving word as we think about in connection with our theme, Children of the Heavenly Father. On our prayer list for today, we keep in our prayers Marie Meyer, 
uh, Grace Schreier's sister, who is, continues to struggle with cancer over in the Red Wing area. Bernice Geiger was hospitalized in Rochester. Her surgery was successful this past Thursday, and so we pray for the Lord's continued recovery for her. We also continue to keep in our prayers Tim and Laura Schaller and Pastor and Rachel Nauman with their young preemies. We pray that the Lord will continue to bless them and help them in their time of need. Also, this past Monday, we had a birth for Max and Megan Bodie, a young son named Shane. Both mother and son are doing very well, and we pray the Lord would bless them and help them in their, their recovery time. As far as June, we had mentioned June was our convention preparation month. The last four weeks, we've talked about four different elements of that convention. And so I'll just give a quick recap from this past weekend. Our study is over there with our delegates. One of the things we talked about was the ILC building project. That was a $6.5 million gymnasium and, and basically multi-purpose facility Lots of things there with weight rooms and so forth. With the cost of that, it was decided that because there weren't some plans yet for the remodeling of the current gym that would become a fine arts center and a a chapel on campus, there was money that was set aside to get those plans finalized for next convention to make some more decisions on that. So kind of stay tuned on that ILC building project there at the campus in Eau Claire. When it comes to the joint statement, Ultimately, what took place there, I would say, was pretty good. We have had people on different sides of what we should do with the joint statement on the termination of fellowship when it comes to the Wells, ELS, and the CLC. And ultimately, at this last convention, we declined to accept the joint statement as a settlement of the differences between us, between our synods, because there's other things that are still that need to be addressed. So we will be revisiting that Uh, I think in a positive way at the next convention and there will be further updates on that. Uh, We're planning on having some of our delegates recap some of these things so over the next few weekends we'll hopefully have uh, one of our delegates present on different items that were that they studied and that they went through at the convention over this past week. Uh, Another one of those things was the Committee of Partners in the Public Ministry recommendations there that would be under the Board of Regents report. Again there will be more to discuss than that as far as how can we see more people entering the preaching and teaching ministry? There's always an ongoing need there, so there's some thoughts that were taking place, and I don't want to try to recap all of that now, but look for more recaps in the coming weeks ahead. As far as the Christian education that we mentioned last time, that is an ongoing need, and the Board of Missions has been talking about some neat ideas as far as our domestic missions are concerned, and how do we help smaller congregations start a Christian day school, not only important for the congregation, but important for our current climate and culture of educating young minds with God's word and academics as well. So again, as we move into July here, look at July being kind of a convention recap month as well, as we see the ongoing direction that the Synod has given our various boards that serve us on behalf of the work of Christ's kingdom. In close for today, I'd like to look at our hymn of the day in connection with our devotion, Psalm 34, verse 8, O taste and see the Lord is good. Also with our preparation for this upcoming weekend with communion, we are looking at hymn 755. This is entitled, What is this bread? What is this bread? Christ's body risen from the dead. This bread we break. This life we take was crushed to pay for our release. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is peace. What is this wine? The blood of Jesus shed for mine. 
the cup of grace brings his embrace of life and love, and so I sing, Oh, taste and see, the Lord is King. So who am I that I should live and he should die under the rod? My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Oh, taste and see, the Lord is free. Yet is God here? Oh yes, by word and promise clear, in mouth and soul, he makes us whole. Christ truly present in this meal. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is real. Is this for me? I am forgiven and set free. I do believe that I receive his very body and his blood. Oh, taste and see, the Lord is good. Amen. Thank you for joining us on the Twin Steeples podcast. Twin Steeples is a production of Emmanuel Evangelical Lutheran Church in Mankato, Minnesota. Until next time, may God bless and keep you, and may you always remember, Emmanuel, God is with you.